When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the AEW Rampage Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Rampage. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AEW Rampage, but also AEW Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2. Point. Oh! oh! Pay-per-views, we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on Wrestle Culture. As I said, they're joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to Rampage tonight. And if you're a fan of AEW, you can pre-order Michael Sidgwick's brilliant new book, Becoming All Elite, whatculture.bigcartel.com. You can even get it signed by the man himself. But Hamlet, we are just days away from full gear. We're going to be recording later on today, coming out tomorrow, a proper extended full gear preview. But how are you feeling about the pay-per-view? Oh, thank God you said the pay-per-view. Uh, buzzed, thrilled, <laughs> excited. I search any of those words with synonym next to it in Google, and it's all of them. Cannot wait. Really, really excited for the full gear preview that we're recording later on. What's this now? We're doing SmackDown here. Yeah? We are talking about AEW Rampage. Oh, Surreal gosh. this. We were talking about this in the office earlier. Yeah. Another episode of AEW Rampage live, like that. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, but you'd expect, I know they like to announce surprise matches hours beforehand, but that's normally for... Well, they did it last week, to be fair, for Rampage, but that's normally for shows that, well, Dynamite, basically, is a little, we've already got, I don't know, four matches announced, and here's just an extra little yeah, bit of spicy little thing that'll open the show, or mm. whatever it may be. For this, no offence to the guys already announced, it's it's surreal. They, maybe they are sort of leaning on, ah, it's the go-home for full gear as well, I suppose. It's a, um, it's a bit of an inconvenience, this Rampage, and that's always going to happen with a pay-per-view, because Dynamite is always... Regardless of the day of the week, Dynamite's got to be the big go-home show. And this week's Dynamite in particular had two or three super strong go-home angles. A lot of feuds that cannot be touched now until sun, uh, until Saturday. And Rampage is thus in a slightly unfortunate situation where it's like, yes, theoretically, it's got an access to this roster full of wrestlers and match, big matches at the weekend. But you can only tinker with two or three of them because you've, you've shot your last angles, you've filmed your last bits. Everything is as hot as realistically you can make it. Um, that is not to say, and I'm not keen on this card at all, but that is not to say that this show might not treat us to things we don't yet know about. I guess we'll probably get onto that in longer form conversation as this podcast goes Mm -hmm. on, but I have a feeling that 
either I've got it, a gut feeling that something quite big is going to go down on this rampage, and yet nothing might, and we can't complain. It's like I don't want this podcast to be like right teeing everybody up for this like grandiose moment, and then it's just a, f- a fine episode of rampage, and then it's like, well, I've got hype for nothing. This is not AEW. I've got a feeling that like tonight's going to be a good night. <laughs> yeah, tonight's going to be a good night, and the fact that the matches aren't that like tied to full gear is why I just feel that there's something there's going to be something special about this that it's just going to get you even more hyped for full gear even though the matches don't particularly tie into it yeah I'm kind of hoping nothing major does happen in terms of a match tonight because yeah. we ain't gonna have time to review Rampage mm, on Monday because yeah. we're reviewing full well, gear it's gonna be dead isn't it it's gonna be redundant because a pay-per-view is going to take place yeah. after it so we'll get to potentially what we could Should see we just added review to this it later? Just imagine what's gonna happen and talk about it could do but in terms of, yeah, what potentially could be added, we'll speculate on that in a bit. Let's talk about what is confirmed for this show. Before we get to Jungle Boy versus Bobby Fish, let's talk about this Lumberjack match. Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy. A few, I genuinely thought it finished. Oh, well, you know what you didn't say? I genuinely thought it was over because it never has been. Yes. <laughs> like the, no, wait. Oh, God. Really good dynamite. Um, I, just, I don't feel good about the, the grief Matt Hardy gets on this podcast because it sounds like we've got some sort of anti-Matt Hardy agenda. We've not. We've got a anti-bad wrestling agenda and too often um the matches haven't been terrible but the it all just feels really stale i'm gonna i'm gonna approach matt hardy and orange cassidy here as i did with my feelings towards on dynamite which is sounding obvious to the point of boring to some people but i'm sorry we're gonna keep revisiting it where the serena deep like and (laughs) not just her but like let's just use her as an example Huge post-match angle with Shida. Potentially might cost her a place in the tournament. Blatantly setting up a third match that people, on evidence, really want to watch. Yep. Those characters aren't permitted to get follow-up stuff. And yet a storyline that has seemingly dead and buried and dropped is given a major profiled moment on Dynamite to build a match on Rampage. This is where the criticism is coming from. And they're throwing everything at it. They've done a bloody hair versus hair match. and Full Gear has got 10 matches on it. And... The bottom half of that card could have been swapped for other women's feuds. And it feels like AEW just don't want to fight that battle. They don't want to put on these all-star matches between the best women they've got on the roster and just force people to care and pay attention. They are content with the one match a week on Dynamite. It might not be in their cursed quarter hour anymore, but it's still only one. They're not building other angles. Um, Murray, who's way more plugged into this stuff than I am, is telling me that um, I think it's Ryu Mizunami and Emi Sakura are here. And they're on dark, or they're on dark elevation, or whatever. It's like they're not just, just, just chuck them out there to have bangers, like. And then, sure enough, an angle as it has done with Serena Deeb and Shida will spring forth. That is absolutely pay per view worthy, or is at the very least build to rampage to go on at the pay per view worthy. Mm. They're not cutting off the bottom of all this attention that goes to the men. And again, this is why I don't want it to seem like I'm picking on Matt Hardy and Orange Cassidy, but this has felt lower tier, dark fodder for ages, and it's almost been exclusively fought on the shows that you told to tune into every week it hangs a cloud over this match for me but i think it will be fine marty doesn't have terrible matches like he sometimes has horrifying dangerous ones but he stopped doing that now like the christian cage payoff was quite pleasing mm-hmm. the hair versus hair match was charming because they We've did seen the, bald jack no Evan. well probably on youtube or dark or dark elevation that. i don't watch but that again, I, it's like again that the focus is supposed to be on like you, you do this payoff for rampage where i think that match aired and then it just dies on the vine. And I just, odd that we've been asked to care. 
And this brings me to that feeling of maybe something big. Because Ichiro Kada and Tomohiro Ishii are theoretically nowhere near Rampage. They're in California for New Japan's show. However, the best friends were added to Chaos this week. I don't know if you caught wind of that in your time away. They were formally added to Chaos. That has cracked the forbidden door open for Kazuchika Ricardo in a more formal way than simply, and this would be awesome, the noise of the coin dropping and him challenging Kenny Omega. That would be fine. However, um, there's a formal way now. They're stable mates, right? So you ask yourself, like Okada and Ishii are named by Tony Schiavone and Tony Khan. Ka- uh, best friends are added to chaos. And then out of nowhere, you reheat Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy with three days notice. And they're in the country. I know they're in California, but Chris Jericho was on tour and he was dressed up as Penta by the end of All In. Like wrestling has made the, Im- the improbable possible. Is this what this is? Is this what we're going to be talking about? Around- is full gear going to be this awesome pay-per-view but just for a second, we've got to talk about what happened on Rampage because suddenly Okada and Ishii uh, canonized AW characters mm. and they don't need to show up at full gear, but at the very last minute, you've thrown them out there to give people that feeling that they might. Mm. And like, I ju- these things can be surprises. It's the fun of the forbidden door, you know? It swings both ways. You can just have fun with it. People can show up. Kenta cut that promo two weeks ago. I was like, good to see you back, punk. And you're like, yes, please. <laughs> like, Who's going to hit go to sleep first? Someone is going to hit go to sleep on the other. Where is it going to be? And who's it going to be? Maybe that's why this match exists. Maybe. And what a way to address the complaints of it existing, by the way. Yeah. Like, Matt Hardy's got the Hardy family office. They're outnumbering the best friends. And the coin drops. And Okada's music hits. And, like, the back of, like, you think you're rich? Big money, Matt. I'm the fucking rainmaker, pal. <laughs> like, the money drops from the ceiling. Hardy and the Hardy family office go scarpering. Matt Hardy gets hit with a rainmaker. Orange Cassidy does the thumb up as Okada puts the arms out and the camera pulls out. and You know, like the... I like Orange Cassidy trying to do the arms out and just... Yeah, I know. Not really bothered. Like, it, getting past the elbows. Like, what I'm saying is, what if this thing that is making us all groan is for this thing that's going to make us all gasp? I, I love that. Like, I really hope that happens. I was th- I was thinking that because I was thinking, wait, Orange, Orange Cassidy isn't losing this Lumberjack match. No. no. Matter how, you know, we're going to get shenanigans with Lumberjacks because we always do. But uh, you're right, something else has got to happen around it. I love that. Uh, and as an eternal optimist, I will back that to the hill. My other suggestion was going to be, like you say, the numbers advantage to, to the HFO. I do, I, I'm just speculating here. I have no idea medically what's going on. The return of Trent? Oh, yeah. Well, again, I'm not sure of his injury status, but you could... Neck fusion surgery, wasn't oh, it? So you know, If he's well enough to... Be there, like, if you've got all the other Lumberjacks fighting and he only has to come in and perform one spot and he can do it safely, that's quite nice, isn't it? Mm. To feel what I'll tell you what I will give AW credit on, because we've seen it two or three times. Um, how often do the best friend angles feel a bit laboured and prolonged? And then when they have the big finish and hug at the yeah. end, it goes down really well and it's really nice. So maybe this is that. Maybe Rampage goes off the air with them hug. Like, maybe it is sort of Trent. He can't do much, but you get the big hug spot and all the gang are together. And, like, that... Is nice. I would also like genuinely, not that in any way Ruby Soho has to be associated with Hardy Family Office, but I would like Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander to be Lumberjacks because there was a pretty cool video like yes. on Dynamite that kind of set aside like the nonsense aspects of Chris Statlander's character and set aside the happy to be here element of Ruby Soho. It's like respect don't mean I'm going to beat you because this is for a belt. Like them as Lumberjacks and gradually sort of 
backing into one another and being like, well, it's on then. And then, then brawling would be quite a nice way to fold that into, you know, what's going to happen in the tournament. One of them swings for the bunny, the bunny ducks, yes. chins the other one. Perfect, perfect, yeah. And also, I don't like your disrespect on Full Gear. There, there are six women on this Full <laughs> Gear card. I mean, two-thirds of them are on the kickoff show. Yeah. Aye. Mm. More on that on our weekend preview. Yeah. Look forward to that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. But also on tonight's Rampage, we have Jungle Boy versus Bobby Fish. Mm. I've sort of skimmed through Dynamite and watched all the all the good stuff. Oh, I have to say, Pack versus Dax Harwood, good match. <laughs> Pass it on. There's a hot take. Uh, Get that tweeted. But I also saw Bobby Fish and Adam Cole reunited. Mm. And uh, yeah, Bobby's been told, kill Jungle Boy just enough that I can pick the bones on Saturday. This is super cool, man. Um the beatdown by Bobby Fish on Jungle Boy was awesome. They continue to... Look, I saw something online the other day, and I, I think it was said in good faith, but it was along the lines of, how do people think that, oh, sign this WWE guy and they'll just be immediately better in AEW? We're all guilty of it because we all want dream matches. This is why. I don't mean to be like critical of Bobby Fish, but this is why. This Bobby Fish run is why... If you've got a guy, that we talk about this all the time, one of the few ways you can generally engage with WWE is just having your favourites and hoping they have good days at work. It's a strange way to watch a wrestling show. <laughs> but, it, like, how often does it come up? Like, oh, that went well for them. It's six months of me, like, going 5p, 2p in my arsehole about Bailey and Sasha not being screwed up, basically. Like, <laughs> Xavier Woods winning King of the Ring. All the, all the, the every moment the big he had, the Money in the Bank briefcase, it's like... Every moment that you're thinking things are good, uh, cursed with panic yeah. and fear that it's going to be screwed up, and then things go well for me. You're like, yes, today was good. What about tomorrow? Don't go about that. Today was great. <laughs> In AEW, some, somebody out there, weird as it might sound to say, was the biggest Bobby Fish fan in NXT. Mm. And they weren't listening to our podcast going, when we were sort of saying, ah, oh, he's cooked, he's injured. Like, uh, Bobby Fish is the weak link, the mm. unspeed era. They were just like, I love Bobby. I wish, like... I wish that Bobby Fish was getting the opportunity. He did like two months and he's awesome. Like, he feels completely rejuvenated. He feels like a guy that wasn't 
quietly phased to the back of the Undisputed Era. You saw him with Adam Cole on Wednesday, and the two of them faced it. It was like, oh, my God. Like, and the books are like, who's this? This is the start, you know, like... There's no dispute as to which is the rest. Yeah, I got what you're doing there. Really, really lame line that. But um, like, ironically, that's the most scripted AEW's ever felt because they blatantly spent about four hours workshopping the way to put all the words in the sentence and try and make it. Dispute. (laughs) (laughs) But everything else, the amount of dream matches that lined up, the possibility of, um, and this is not previewing Bobby Fish and Jungle Boy. So also just just a, I'm going to give AEW something for future. Yeah. So if you're a writer for AEW, get your notepad out, okay. (laughs) This awkwardly scripted line. Blimey, O'Reilly! There you go, that's for when Kyle shows up. What's that awful noncy character in Family Guy called? Is it Herbert? Yes. Who's uh, like, there's a new paper boy that's like, to, yeah. and he goes like, Hi, Kyle! <laughs> like that, I want, that's how I want Adam Cole to greet Kyle O'Reilly on his first night. Because uh, like the last time they were fighting, Hi, Kyle! Sideways head. Um, I, they've set up the prospect of like, Bobby Fish helping Adam Cole right now, being a super click associate, and then, like, have they signed Bobby Fish as a way to just ensure they got Kyle O'Reilly as well? And then you get Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks, Adam Cole being forced to choose between his friends and Alvin. Like, <laughs> bite, bite Fish and Cole and get O'Reilly free. <laughs> well, like, what you want, ultimately, is the Red Dragon... Because the Young Bucks were immediately quite dismissive. They're like, we know Bobby Fish, we go back. But what was really funny about it was, I think the implication wasn't, we fought on the Indies loads. It was, we saw you on the telly with Adam. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) that was the point. It's like, yeah, we know him, he was on NXT. But they couldn't say that. Surely the big match is Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. And Adam Cole's got between, pick between his ex and his sex. That's that's <laughs> like the moment of like an Adam Cole super kick is going to be the defining moment of who he sides with out of these two teams. It's going to be settled by who kisses him best on the cheeks. Yes, yeah, I something like that. Like, um, yeah, one young buck and like Kyle O'Reilly do the kiss spot with him, and he's like, oh, "I love you both equally." And he's like, no, "You've got to choose." Um, and this is all for that because this is all for the pay per view. The six man has been and um, the, the trios match, excuse me, has been efficiently built at this point. Um, it's a weird one, this because. Uh, Jungle Boy had a match on Dynamite where he felt like... So MJF and Darby Allen have been talking pillar stuff. Jungle Boy's showing it now. He's wrestling like a pillar. When you fight... When you're a Jungle Boy and you fight a Kenny Omega or a Hangman Page, you get to be the young guy fighting from underneath. It's this my opportunity. When you're fighting a younger guy, you've got to be the pillar. That's who, Sammy Guevara's in the same position as TNT champion now. You mm-hmm. know He's, he's going to fight challenges where he's got to suddenly look a bit more like the general. And I love that about this match because... Bobby Fish is this, like, long-tenured veteran, you know, history in the Indies, well-known from being on NXT. And Jungle Boy has got, this is my house. Like, AEW is where I've come of age, and you're this guy that's come in and decked me from behind, and you're kind of doing, you're effectively sort of doing, you know, paid work on behalf of the super clique. Um, And I just, I love the potential of the match as a result. Jungle Boy wins. That puts this little bit of um, dissension between Cole and Fish. It's like you had one job. And you've let me down right before the pay-per-view. So I like that. You know, they're going to be mates, but Cole's going to remember that he lost when he asked for his help. So I love the storyline implications, but I don't know. I'm not sure that, like, I'm not sure that this was necessary now. I think it's a, as cute a way as any to bring Cole and Fish together. Yeah. But we were about, we'd hit the kind of apex of the thing with the, because the other problem they've got, of course, is um, it's going to be very similar to the Inner Circle American Top Team match. It's a multi-man plunder war. And a straight wrestling singles match? Is it not a bit formulaic as a way to build to the 
This is like a small taste of what you're going to get. At the, you know, it's yeah. a little bit WWE, but I think the match will be good. I just look at this and think, obviously, yeah, I completely agree with you. Jungle Boy obviously beats Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish already is Teflon, it seems, mm-hmm. to, to loss. He just comes in, gets angry, kicks someone's ass, and then gets beaten by him on Rampage or whatever it's, it is. He's perfect in spot. And I just look at that and I go, there's Jungle Boy there. He beats Bobby Fish. Maybe he steals one, not steals mm. one in the WWE sense, but, you know, fights from underneath and gets, you know, finally snare traps him or whatever. Yeah. Down come the Young Bucks. No Adam Cole. Just the Young Bucks to be like, I knew you'd bugger this up. Mm. Start kicking Jungle Boy's head in. Christian Cage comes out. Luchasaurus comes out. That leaves one member of Jurassic Express isolated, maybe backstage, to be murdered by the most handsome man in bloody wrestling. And he wouldn't even have to lower the boom for Marco Stunt. He wouldn't even have to put him down on his knees. Well, Bond, this is brilliant. This is even more brilliant than your psychotic eyes are pitching because you want to see Marco Stunt decimated. This is brilliant because Adam Cole battering Marco Stunt. Whose toes is that treading on? Yes. Whose job is it to battle Marco Stunt in AEW? Yeah, like, well, I'll show you. We're going to have a one-on-one match. <laughs> Me and you, Marco Stunt, on Dynamite main event. I really want, by the way, I really want, like, sorry sorry for the preview spoilers, guys, but I think Harman Page is defeating Kenny Omega. What? But, like, well, I want... Bully Ray told me that's not happening. I want Kenny Omega, like, on the internet on Monday, somehow through YouTube or through whatever, to be like... I will not sanction that this is the end of Kenny Omega just because I've lost one belt. I can still be the champion of all of wrestling. Wednesday night, me and you, Marco Stunt, and then, like, Marco Stunt to beat him. Like, oh, my God. Ke- like, Kenny Omega to absorb two defeats in a row. He's just lost the title, and this one guy that he's handpicked to just get his kicks, or basically, get his heat back, get his win back. I'm going to solve this. Like he's, he's talking to the Young Bucks. He's going, hey, guys, I saw you had that match with Jurassic Express last night, but I know there's unfinished business between the Elite and the Jurassics. And on Wednesday night... Marco, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this. So, like, Adam Cole has beaten the Jurassic Express one night earlier, and then Kenny Omega has lost to the smallest guy in the team on the Wednesday. And, just to add a little bit of extra sauce and really piss people off, Marco Stunt kicks out the one with an angel. <laughs> All right, I'm at out. one. I'm out of this one. Oh, I'm out. Uh, right, finally, um, you've suggested the bloody forbidden door opening, so I mm. suppose anything's possible on this rampage, but... Uh, probably inevitably as we are recording this right now or before this podcast goes out, they will announce another match for Rampage. You always sense there's going to be, you know, three matches or at least three things. You know, we speculated on the Forbidden Door stuff. That's attached to more to the Lumberjack things. And whether it's a face-to-face thing or a contest being added to this, it feels like just to get people to tune in, normally, what, 6 p.m. our time, Sweet TK says, oh, I've got one one more match. Do you think they're going to do that here? And do you, who do you think, maybe, I assume, from full gear is going to be featured in it? I'd love it if they did. Um, <laughs> it's often Brian Anderson, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and why would they not, I guess? Uh, By the way, just a quick note. Uh, one thing I did watch in its entirety, um, you can probably guess why, was uh, Wardlow and Wheeler Utah. Oh, my this week. God. So good. And, like, Wardlow getting to be the fan service guy. You want one more? I can give him one more for you. Like, you don't need MGF's money, Wardlow. You can do this, Wardog. Get yourself away. It's, uh, that was class. How, like, what a great, like, veteran instincts of dealing with a botch as well. Like, oh, well, tough tits. That was your opportunity. I'm going to flatten you now. Like, Who's the flipping man? As yeah, <laughs> indeed. Like, you had one chance, and you've just bodged it. Goodbye. Loved it. Loved it so much. Put Wardlow out there again. <laughs> but, no. Um, so, yes, you've said... I'd put Wardlow out there against an already injured Marco Stunt. Uh, <laughs> That's it, he's prepping. He's doing like the warm-ups of backstage. He's carried out already. Adam Cole hits him and then he's brilliant. 
He's carried out. He's basically just placed onto Wardlow's shoulders. They ring the bell. F10. See you later. <laughs> there are 10 matches at full gear, I think. Um, yeah. More with the buy-in. As I said at the start of this podcast, all of them have been so efficiently built. I'm going to go a bit left field with the, the final match, the graphic that gets everybody hyped for Rampage at last minute. Rematch. AEW doesn't do them very often, Ooh. but a prestige rematch. Serena Deeb versus Riho. Oh, yes. Like, yes. Yeah, we can dream. And Deeb is like, are you kidding me? You put this on a buy-in last time, Tony, and now I'm your last-minute ratings grab for Rampage, am I? And then Paul Riho gets the anger that Serena Deeb has carried with her since she lost to Hikaru Shida. And this is the Shida like limps out to help Riho at the end. Yeah. After, after Deeb's beat her in the Serenity Lock. And you've just got like, you leave that simmering, you leave that brewing. Um, because the pay-per-view doesn't need any more souse, whereas that feud absolutely deserves it. Oh, that's a great... I'm not, I'm not going to top that. It gives a banger. Like, that match at Double Nothing Bayern is one of the best matches of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody saw it coming, and it was just this, like, four-and-a-half-star banger. That's what I'd like to see. I, I'm, I was going to try and think of some other ones that we could hoy onto there, but it's not going to get better than that, is it? <laughs> not going to get better. Oh, I mean, aside from maybe a Brian Danielson match, but we... We really don't need that. I, so here's the thing, right? Or maybe an in-ring with him and Miro might be nice, back and forth. Possibly. Here's the cool thing. I love that typically on Dynamite, you get the rundown of what's next week, and you're like you're rubbing the material off the thigh part of your clothes because <laughs> you cannot wait for next week's Dynamite or next week's Rampage. Match graphics in AEW are so cool. But when sort of posed with thinking about this, I was trying to think of the match graphic that would pop me the most at like 6 o'clock tonight, and I think it would be that. Yeah. Like I visualised... What, what, tonight? Tonight, tonight? And <laughs> that was the match that popped into my head when I thought about it. So, yeah, I will Love take it. that. Well, let us know your predictions for the surprise match to be announced and your thoughts on everything we've discussed on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch, they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Don't forget to pre-order Sidge's book, WhatCulture.BigCartel.com. You can even get the Sidgwick bundle <laughs> this book all about nxt as well but it's the becoming all elite book is the one you need to get your hands on before christmas uh at what culture wb as i said if you want to follow us on twitter and make sure you subscribe to what culture wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts including as i said i said our extended full gear preview which will be out tomorrow with plenty of time to get you excited ahead of the pay-per-view on saturday night but for now this has been the aw rampage preview my thanks to michael hamplett thank you for joining us and we We'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.